It's Sunday, and we drive to Germantown for an early dinner at Gaskins, a modern gastropub famous for its chicken, fish tacos, and macaroni and cheese. We like Sundays because it's less crowded, and we see regulars. Some make it their last stop before driving back to the city, and others are simply local. You can't cook in every night. Brian has spent a lot of time here at the bar, eating and schmoozing, especially nights I'm not up. One of the staff leads a yoga class he goes to regularly, and everyone gives Brian a big hello. It's not that people here don't know me, it's just it's always, hey Brian, how are you, what's up, hug, fist bump, and then kind of looking at me, I sort of get more of a smile, a peck on the cheek, and a hey you, hey you. We walk in and instinctively move towards the bar, when even above the din of the other early birds in the main dining room, Brian says, wait, I know that voice. I pause, wondering who he hears so vividly. Maybe it's the nice couple who live around the corner that we recently met here. We're the four guys who share a house near Hudson. I think we have one of their baking pans. Brian wags his finger. It's my first boss, he says confidently. As in his first boss 25 years ago? Let me check it out and I'll be right back, he promises. I sit down and order a drink. Rudy, the bartender, gives me a warm smile. Hey, you. A little while later, Brian returns to bring me back over to where he was. Sure enough, it is Brian's first boss way back when he worked at Federated Stores, right out of business school in the mid-90s. She and her husband have moved up here, and they're full-time. Thanks to this run-in, over the next few weeks, we quickly become friends. Our dogs become playmates, and together we help with a local political campaign. Want to know how to make friends? Sometimes you just have to listen closely. I'm Matt Zucker, and this is City at Life, learning to live and love life in the Hudson Valley. Episode 4, Making Friends. Unless you're looking for a quiet weekend getaway and don't want to speak to anyone at all, you'll want friends. Brian and I decided early on that we were building a life here, so people, dinner parties, and people to exchange recipes and gossip with were high on our to-do list. Sure, there are similarities to making friends in the city, but here we've seen you've got to be more deliberate about it. It's hard to break into as a weekender. This episode shares a little bit of what we have learned. The first thing to know is you will need different kinds of friends for different reasons. Here are four types. One, activity friends, people to do stuff with. Some are bicycling and athletic, others are movie, restaurants, drinking, or yes, believe it, card games. Two, dinner party friends. People to rotate houses with and cook for. Three, look in on your house friends. These are really people to call when there's a storm and you're away and you want to know if a tree fell down on it. Four, buddies who are also new. These are fellow cityites who want to explore, learn, and grow just like you and at that pace. They're easy to impress with a park you just found and you're easy to impress with a restaurant you didn't know was open on Mondays. Okay, where to start? Well, the folks we rented from last the first summer were really helpful. They invited us to dinner parties, so that was great. A fast start. We met several folks and made plans with many of them. Some fizzled out and a few stuck. At first we were surprised that some people took us up on invitations to do things while others blew us off, but it really showed their nuances to making friends, both upstate and when you're in your mid-40s like we are. So let's get into strategies to making friends up in the country. I'll share six of them. Strategy one, sit at the bar. My husband Brian has pioneered this, refined this, perfected this. While he always liked eating at the bar in Manhattan, up here it is far more intentional and more purposeful. People, after all, talk at the bar, not just to the bartender, but to each other. 
There are plenty of nights that I'm stuck in the city and Brian is up a night earlier, so he heads out to our favorites like Askins, Mercado, or the pub or hotel in Tivoli and plants himself down with the mission of chatting with whoever shows up. The thing is, it's a shared view. Other people who sit down in the bar to eat are also social, usually chatty, and open to talking. I can't tell you how many texts I get afterwards, headline, new friend, people we are now having dinner with the following weekend. This strategy at the bar can work as a couple, but it works even better if you're on your own. Strategy two, become a joiner. I think in the city, joining stuff is a good idea, but here it also signals that you are a contributor to the community. People respect it, and most organizations depend on it. There are plenty of things to join, from nonprofit causes to political organizations to the local library, or my brother-in-law wants me to volunteer with the fire department. In our first years here, we've gone to a slew of fancy fundraisers too, which let us peek inside amazing river homes. The things we ended up joining have been diverse, the Young Farmers, Claremont Society, a garden association, the Gay Center. The watch out, of course, is that there are aspects of any group you join, which can be torture. Small town politics, disorganization, terrible typefaces on stationery, little digital savvy, which drives me nuts. But if you can put that all aside, joining a few groups is a great way to meet people and show you're serious and not just a city it. Strategy three, become a host. This may seem counterintuitive when you're new, but the corollary to being a joiner of other people's efforts is to become a host to an initiative, to an event, or an effort. Brian, for example, started a book club. We also tend to turn everything in the calendar into an event. A Memorial Day barbecue, a President's Day potluck, Thanksgiving in August. We invite who we know and even who we just met, including people who own our favorite stores that we see frequently. In the city, you probably would invite a stranger like that. But up here, you're all just one event away from being a friend. Strategy four, create multiple circles. It's tempting to make a few friends as part of one circle and then overly depend on them for everything. But we found that's too limiting and in months you could end up with no one around. You need multiple groups of people. Maybe some overlap, maybe most don't. And close friends may be different than neighbors who look after your house and you theirs. You need people to go for advice on plumbers. You need people for fun, friendship, and dinner party dialogue. People also like meeting other people. So the variety in circles helps fuel it all. Bottom line, don't put all your farm eggs in one basket. Strategy five, work harder. It's not easy being a weekender. You're at a disadvantage. Folks that live here full time or for a long time may not take you that seriously at first or for years. So you have to work harder. We learn to make specific plans, not let's get together, but let's get together next Sunday. Or do you want to go together to the garlic festival? Brian also does what I forget to. He checks in with people. He'll text people during the week to see how they are and what's new. It sends a signal that even though we're here, say, four days a week, we're thinking about life upstate all seven. Strategy six, reboot. After all this work, you may not want to hear this one, but your 1.0 friends your first year or so won't necessarily be your 2.0 friends later. We've learned that this is okay and maybe even normal. After all, you're still getting your footing, trying to figure out what you like and how you want to spend your time. A few friends will sustain, of course, but if a few don't and are friendly acquaintances later on, that's great too. I'll remind you of this in a few months. I love the friends we made early on, the ones we made this week, and the ones we have yet to meet at the bar or the festival next week. Let me know your tricks, and thanks again for listening. 
City at Life is produced on the Anchor.fm platform and distributed on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and other podcasting platforms. If you're using Anchor, you can send me a voicemail. And everyone can visit cityat.com and follow me on Twitter, at Matt Zucker. <laughs>